Well, hello there. I'm Jim Harrington, and it's another day. And I'm Bill Knight. Well, here we are, midway through the week. Is it hump day? Yeah, it's hump day. It's over the hump day, actually, yeah. Yeah, over the hump. Heading for the weekend. Biden was in your neck of the woods in the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area of uh, Pennsylvania yesterday. And uh, he he sounded like he was, um, I don't know Stage? how you took it. Well, it did sound staged, but it sounded like he was being antagonistic towards the right. Which well, is a- yeah, he he's taking, he's flipping the story. Now people go, oh yeah, he's flipping the story. Well, it has to be flipped. Not if it's not the truth. He's sitting there taking uh, the um, the defund the police. Think back in your recent oh. history now. D- don't have to Read. think too hard. No, you really don't. I mean, uh, they were, uh, it was the Democrats, him, Kamala, all of them. We yep. got to defund the police. And by God, they did. But yet he was sitting there going, you know, what was his uh, thing? What in God's name has happened to America? Well, we I can tell you. change this back. I would have raised my this. hand. I would have raised my hand if I oh, was in the room. you wouldn't have been invited yeah. to that party yesterday. <laughs> that's, that's true. Sure. That's true. I would have raised my hand and said, well, what's, what's happened to America, sir, is you. Some think he's being antagonistic toward the right because they want civil unrest. I, mm-hmm. heard, I heard people talk about this, this this morning on a talk show, and it's true. People are starting to get to a point where they think it's all intentional. They want a confrontation of some kind, so... They can stop the elections in the in the fall. It's as simple as that because they know they're going to they're going to be devastated. the The, the left is going to be creamed if it's allowed to happen. The elections. That's true. And you know, we talked about it yesterday. We talked about it with uh, bringing in, uh, uh, you know, just uh, shutting down the government and uh, putting in a provisional uh, government and mm-hmm. uh, rebuilding from scratch. And I, you know, but we talked about there's a possible civil war that's coming and everybody's talking about it. And here's Joe. Now, you got to understand, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. Scranton is Lackawanna County. It's Democrat. It's predominantly Democrat. But when I say predominantly. Is it old school Democrat or is it? Old school Democrat. Okay. That's a difference. And Luzerne is Republican, but it was basically old school Democrat. And so when I saw the crowd, I'm going, wait a minute. Uh, the first thing I did is that that was a staged crowd. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and they're constantly. Did you see uh, the police officers who were seated right behind him, uh, in the auditorium? And by the way, it wasn't a big auditorium. It was no. a small setting. He had a group, uh, four or five police officers sitting behind him. And when the crowd would applaud, they wouldn't. And when the people stood up, they stood up, didn't applaud. They stood at attention. Well, I'll say this. I could be totally wrong. Maybe, you know, their dress hats that they had, that's really not the dress hat that I remember them wearing. And that was the first thing I saw. I said, wait a minute, this doesn't look right. And the one black-haired lady, you know, that was there, you know, and long hair, I've seen her in several things in Lackawanna County. Every time Biden does a thing, she's there. She's probably she a is. Democratic Party member, like an official. Right. She works in there, yeah, the Democrat yeah. Uh, campaign committee there. And 
she gets a crowd of 20, 50, 25 people together. Oh, come on, we're the big, we're the mob, let's go. And, uh, and she's there. Uh, you know, the, the one he had making, last week, Bill, the one he had, I think it was Philadelphia. I'm not sure whether it was, it was around it was someplace in Pennsylvania, the one on Friday. They said it was like half a gymnasium. You know, Trump fills up stadiums. Trump fills up arenas. And they had to close off half of a gymnasium so that it would look like it's full. Yeah, look, it, it, it's, it's all a farce what he does. Uh, they're staging everything. The other thing that he does, you know, he's sitting here talking about my hometown. You know, I remember sitting at the table with my dad. I'm from Scranton. I'm from yeah. Lackawanna County. I mean, he's not from Luzerne County, but it's his hometown. When he's up in New England, well, uh, it's uh, this is my hometown. Yeah. I grew up here. <laughs> every every place he goes. Town. I grew up here. Joe, where did you grow up? Do you even know where home is? He, did, uh, did your mother come get you? You're lost. He went after uh, us, essentially, people who don't agree with his policies. And the difference is it wasn't a political thing. He's trying to make out the right to be an enemy, an enemy of the U.S. He's trying to make us look like we're uh, something to be feared, un-American. Here's what he said in the meeting yesterday. Listen. We took on the NRA, and we're going to take them on again, and we won, and we will win again. But we're not stopping here. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Determined. I did it once before, and I'll do it again. For many of you home, I want to be clear. It's not about taking away anybody's guns. In fact, we should be treating responsible gun owners as examples how every gun owner should behave. I have two shotguns at home. I can't, it's a long story, but I don't oppose the guns. But I support the Second Amendment, and I support the Second Amendment. But the Second Amendment, as one of the most, one of the most conservative justices in history, Justice Scalia once wrote, like, quote, like most rights, the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. They're not unlimited. Right now, you can't go out and buy an automatic weapon. You can't go out and buy a cannon. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use that's used to provide this and who they're shooting at. Shooting at these guys behind me. Un unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's talking about civil war at the end. And they say he kind of went off script there when he mentioned the F-15s. You'll need an F-15. Uh, I would remind you, sir, that the Afghans didn't have F-15s and they won the war thanks to you. Yeah. Yeah, you need, uh, well, you might need an the M15. Taliban, rather. Uh, you need guns. You need uh, soldiers. Uh, you need, there's a lot of things you need if you want to go to war, Joe. But apparently you don't know anything about it because you're not a damn leader. And he's sitting there, well, the big big thing he sat there said, I'm not lying. And uh -huh. even, even the left media goes, yeah, when Joe tells a lie, yep. I'm not lying. Really? It's okay. a tell. It's a tell. When he... 
when he's lying, he'll say, God's truth, no lie, and I'm not lying. They're all yeah. tells. They're and, all tells on him. But, you know, the funny thing is, you know, in this speech and in other speeches, he's uh, when he was talking about January 6th here a week ago, he was going, you know, whose side are you on? He is it. dividing the left and the right. Absolutely. And that is going to cause a civil war. The reason that he went to Wilkes-Barre and he's trying to, you know, the signs all, safe for America, yeah. safe for America. Well, if we want to safe for America, get the crap that's in D.C. now <laughs> yeah. out because Luzerne County, I live in Luzerne County. It's where, you know, that's where my home is. Point is, you know, you got a lot of gun shops there because there are a lot of people that own guns. And let me explain something. Whether it's Luzerne County or anywhere USA, Democrats own guns too. So if you're a Democrat, you own a gun, quit saying, well, I want this safe for America. The, the assault rifle name or label, it's all it is. And w what an assault weapon is in a Democrat's mind is anything that's semi-automatic. can be your pistol that's holstered. It can be anything where you can change the clip on it. Semi-automatic. The AR-15 looks like the M16. They are cousins, the AR-15 and the right. M16. The only difference is the M16 has the, the automatic switch on the side where you, you turn it from, uh, I guess, noon to 3 o'clock or whatever, and it becomes an automatic rifle. But there's a that's a big difference. An AR-15 is you pull the trigger every time you want it to fire, period. You can technically make it an M16 if you get an illegal kit to do so. Yeah, but, it's uh, a clip inside, yeah, I know. But uh, it is not the automatic weapon that they'd like you to think it is. An automatic weapon is like a machine gun. It'll fire 20 bullets in 1.3 seconds. I know that from my days in basic training. Some things you never forget. Um, here's the problem with that, though. You know, let's say that uh, they ban it. Well, number one, you've got a semi or you got a semi-automatic. You can go through the rounds pretty quick. You go through the rounds, you got to reload. How many clips are you going to carry on you? You can have a gun that is a you know a revolver. You can still take out a lot of people. Reload. No one's coming after you with a gun in your hand. You don't want so, to blow through 20 bullets in 1.3 seconds unless you no, are you don't. You're done. in the you panic know, then, mode, the, you know? Yeah, so it's, it's crazy. Um, I want to play that end of that last portion again because oh, sure. it is the part that means so much. This is directed at most of our listeners. Most of our listeners are conservative who believe yeah. in uh, our country, the Constitution, etc., this is Biden turning around, looking into the camera and saying this to you. And for those brave right wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe. If you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use. Any guy who says I'm not joking is a joke. I'm sorry. He's uh, a liar. The guy the guy's doing but, this intentionally though, Bill. He's looking to he's looking to create a divide between the people in this country. He's looking to make the left think the people on the right are bad and they are the enemy. And what's amazing, it's all connected to his first days in office. When he decided to not build the wall, when he decided to let people come in 
across the border with no control. All these things were part of his plan. I don't understand the plan unless the long-term plan is to destroy our country. You know, if, if you start, they're all connected. Don't think for one second that the loss in Afghanistan, that uh, the fact that we don't have any homeland security border, the fact that he is now trying to divide us and create a civil war, don't think they're not all connected. They are connected. There's a reason for it. I, I can't believe that they would be doing this. For a guy who's been in government for 40 years, I cannot believe that he would he would give up his soul so easily for power. And that's what he's done. If you listen to some of his older clips, he talked about the Constitution. He talked about uh, the, the, the importance of borders. All of the things that he supposedly stood for, he turned a, an about face in 180 degrees. And, and he's changed because of power. Well, you know, they even say that in the, uh, in the church. You know, he and Pelosi... For a few years left of power, they're selling their soul with abortion, Absolutely. with everything that they do. And it, for him to say, those right-wingers, well, what about you left-wingers? If you're going to label us, let's label you, right. you left-wing socialist communist bastards. Yep. That's what you are. You're taking a story that you're flipping now and saying, oh, you are the guys that didn't want to defund the police. And that the 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 right wingers wanted to defund the police. No, Joe. Number one, it started with stealing the election. Let's just be honest. You stole it, and then oh, but they won't uh, admit to it. They well, will think we were, they they get all of their friends and social media to come down hard on comments like. Well, what I you got just a said. comment on that. I'm yeah. sure you do. <laughs> yeah, but no. here they are. They're 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 sitting there going, they stole the election, and now they're going. Well, they did. Make America great again. That was really a great line. Well, we're going to build back better. But to build back better, we got to tear it down. So quit building that wall. Let's right. let these illegals Take in. Take the police off the streets. Defund Take the, the police, police off yeah. the streets. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's tear everything down. And we got this pandemic that we can use to oh, shut things down. Lock people into their houses. Yeah, absolutely. And now we start flipping the message. No, we never said defund the police. You did. Oh, absolutely. Whatever, whatever they accuse us of, they've done. And if you remember, because I brought it up a long time ago, now the the media has just caught on to it, uh, and the 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 conservative media going, they're projecting. Yes, projecting is is called neuro linguistics or linguistics, where you take whatever it is that you want to cast out there. And you project it on the person. It's yeah. it's the use of words and language, and that means you can take a lie and turn it around. Yep. And this is what they're doing. They're schooling us. Is what yeah. they're doing. Well, they're not doing a good job because it's obvious to people who are paying attention. The problem is not everybody is paying attention. Well, that's true. I think some of our friends on the left. I think they're well-meaning. I think they want to think of themselves as good Americans. I just don't think that they are seriously taking the time to pay attention to what is going on in our country. I think they're into a lot of other things. They're being distracted by the NFL starting up and sports and all of these things that are happening, movies that are coming out. Anything that can take your attention away from what's really going to affect your lives, which is politics and government. 
uh, the, the the left will will do. I don't know whether you heard about this, but they Google Play has taken Truth Social off of its platform, which means that yeah. if you have Android now, uh, you will have a hard time going to Truth Social because Google Play has deplatformed them. And, of course, you can still get Truth Social if you go to truthsocial.com and use the website, but they're just making it harder. And don't think for one second that Apple won't do the same thing soon. They will follow suit. And the yeah, thing is, uh, Truth Social hasn't done anything wrong. They are just putting the message out, and that's what's driving the left nuts. They're putting mm -hmm. the message out. And they want to kill the voice. It, and you know what? Again, it is uh, it is election interference. That was proven with the uh, Zuckerberg admission. Mm -hmm. We know that now. We talked about that yesterday. And now here they are again. Let, let's just quiet the voice on the the right wing. Right. Well, let's, you know what, folks? Here's instructions from now on. If they want to label us right wingers, Right. Well, let's let's continue the labeling. Those left-wing socialists. socialists. That means anybody that's blue is a left-wing socialist. Well, some some people actually would call them communists. Yeah, I heard well, somebody I heard somebody actually say that Biden has stepped beyond socialism into the realm of communism. Yeah. I mean, everything's for the state, everything's for the government. The government exactly. will take care of you. The government will take care of you. His, you know, he is a he is, uh, he's given up his soul. He, he's not the man that he purported to be for 40 years. There's a story in the Wall Street Journal about that. He and Nancy have sold their souls. They're not devout Catholics. I can tell oh, you Oh, for gosh sakes. But you know, no. you know, you go to Rome, these people go to Rome, and they'll stand next to this socialist pope that they have. And I'm Catholic, friends, so don't start swearing at the radio. I'm Catholic. I still go to church. Okay? But I, I don't... You know, my dad used to say you can't fix something by leaving it, and that's true. I know that sounds like a Biden line. You know, my dad used to say, but it's true. He did say that. But when Biden and Pelosi go to Rome, you see this socialist pope smiling broadly. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. These are people who don't stand by the tenets of their faith. Mm -hmm. Then you get Donald Trump, who is not Catholic, but he's more of a Christian and stands more for what this church stands for supposedly pro-life things like that and you you get a, a picture of trump smiling broadly and this same pope looking like he's smelling uh something very bad you know it's not well it, you know you bring up the christian faith thing and let me just say this i think there are a lot of self-professed christians out there that don't even understand what christianity is and probably have never never done, whether it's publicly, or maybe they did do it publicly, but they didn't understand it and really didn't feel it, because churches can be a clique. Oh, be a absolutely. The, I want to be a part of the crowd. Yes, yes. He's talking to me. I accept him as my person. He's in yeah. my heart now. You, uh, yeah. You really? Come on. You know, I'm sorry, but I'm saying there's a lot of phony Christians out there. The ones who are Christian on Sunday and every other day of the week, they're something else in, entirely. You don't have to go to church to be a Christian. No, God is no, with you. He's you with don't. you all the time. If you have him in your heart, you have him all the time. Well, guess what? Even if you don't believe in him, in him he's 
everywhere you are. I, I think that if you don't believe in them, you're, you're, uh, and I don't want to sound evangelical here, No, I, but yeah, I want to take I, one, I, I, I want to, short of that. but I want to take one second to say that in my life, there have been times when, uh, if I didn't have God in my life, I would have been in, in a very bad place, but because I was able to turn in spirit to God and ask for his help and forgiveness and guidance, I was able to be a better person. I was able to get through those difficult times. And uh, when I hear of somebody who says, and I have friends of mine who are proud agnostics, some of them are devout atheists, and I always feel kind of sorry for them because they don't have that place to turn to. Have you ever noticed when somebody, they could de- they can deny there's a God or his existence all through their life, but at their moment close to death? Because yeah. somebody asked me that question. They said, do, does anybody know, you know, either right beforehand or when they die, you know, that they are dying or they're dead? And, you know, the answer to that question is, yeah, you know. You know, you know what's coming on. You know when it happens when you're crossing over. But you have until that moment of death to make a decision. While you've still got that conscious mind, you do. And it's funny because when people die, they could be the baddest person in the world. You know, not all of them, but a vast majority at that moment, they believe. And it's because they've got a whole new perspective on everything. They see things and differently. One of the wonderful things about God is he, in because he's, he, he's you're bigger, in. Yeah, he's bigger than us. He can forgive you at that moment. Yeah. I find so, that I find that hard sometimes as a, a mere mortal to think, how can he, that guy was such a bad person his whole life, and God will forgive him at the very end? That's because he's God and he can do stuff like that. You know, he's a bigger <laughs> man than we are. He sure you know? as heck is. A bigger person, excuse me. Yes. Um getting back to this uh situation we're in right now, the environment, political environment, uh, he kind of referenced this comment that Lindsay, Lindsey Graham made over the weekend. Oh yeah. And this comment has taken off like wildfire. But it's true what he says. Listen. If there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information after the Clinton debacle, which you presided over and did a hell of a good job, there'll be riots in the streets. Yep, that's absolutely correct. There'll be riots in the street. And I think that they're pushing for some riots in the street, the other side. I'm not saying all of the left, by the way. I think all of the left is not the select few that run the left like well i am going to say all the left and that you're all blue socialist communists because i want no i want them to hear that label to know how the right is feeling because you've got to understand what they're doing what your party is doing to us and labeling us if you don't understand it then it's easy for you to support what they're doing your party's doing but if i'm sitting there going well Back at you, buddy, because you're a left-wing extreme socialist and a communist and a liar. So let's say they do what they are. I think they're going to do. I think they're going to indict Trump. It would seem that uh, that's that is the way they're going to get the fire started. In, oh in yes, the, they will indict Trump, maybe arrest him, maybe put him in leg irons. 
and and embarrass him as much as they can. That is going to, I heard people this morning on this talk program calling angrier than I've ever heard any people call a talk show before. They were saying enough is enough. It's time that we, we let them know who is in charge of this country, not them, not this handful of people who are destroying us, but the people run this country and we've, we've been patient and kind and, and we're beyond that now. This is what I heard on this. And this program, by the way, was coming out of where you are right now, boss. Yeah, I know. Cooner's show this morning. I I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. And he's absolutely right with that. The simple fact is we are being pushed. We have to push back. But if you go after Trump, number one, they've already said there is nothing there. They're trying to do this. And I will say this. For those lefties out there that are going into this, we got to get Trump. They have vilified him so much verbally and made him out the bad guy because that's how you have to do it. You got to have a bad guy to win. You got to beat him up. They believe it in their minds that what they, they're believing their own crap that they're throwing out there. So they, they've got to take this guy down. And how many times can you throw mud at a guy? I mean, well, well don't think for one second that. that this guy wouldn't have been impeached and uh, and thrown out of office if they had anything on him the first time. And then the second time they would have done it. I mean, they would have destroyed him sooner if he had been corrupt and what they said he was, but he wasn't. And even now, they've changed the focus from the secret documents that he supposedly squirreled away. Right. Now, they, now they're saying his people are complicit in moving those documents to a place where they can't find them. Well, that's part of the setup. His yeah. people. And then it's going to broaden to where, well, the whole Republican, you know, the GOP has got to go because it's a corrupt party. Well, you know, anybody that signed up to that, they're like the Ku Klux Klan. They're they're just dirty. They're they're vilifying. They're growing that net of vilification, and it is they want to consume and net in the whole party. They want one party rule. And the last time I checked, my brother, that's communism and socialism. And he's a dictator. Along those lines, I got to play this for you. Rudy Giuliani was on Steve Bannon's program. Right. And he was talking about the whole situation as we see it right now. The raid on Mar-a-Lago is a general warrant. It would fit the definition of George III's writ of attainder. Uh, I don't want to get terribly historic or, or uh, technical, but it's about as close to a writ of attainder as we've had since the 18th century. Uh, it, it gives itself away by providing 18 days in order to uh, execute it. Therefore, it says on the face of it, this is nothing important. You don't take 18 days to go get nuclear material or a gun. The FBI took an entire weekend to get around to doing it. Headline, affidavit, warrant, not so important. Uh, it completely blows what they were doing there. I mean, and the, real, the reality is they're getting desperate. This whole idea of paying so much attention to us, not just you and me, but the whole thing, all the, everything on CNN and MSNBC is about, they're, they're, they're afraid as hell. They, they, know, they know beyond a, this poll or that poll, 
the essential movement of the American people when it's been engaged is to resist being dominated. Look how that lady you interviewed went right back to the pandemic. She saw the connection that you and I have been making for two years. She got it. This is this is what they were doing all through the pandemic, act, acting like fascist dictator. Now they're taking it big time. He, he passes one of the most significant financial actions in American history, this forgiving of the loan. It's an amount of money never forgiven. He has no legal authority to do it. And he does it by dictate. Only dictators dictate. <laughs> it should be done by vote. Every childhood uh, student of history and civics knows the power of the purse belongs with the legislature. He's robbed it, and think about this, from his own legislature. Imagine what he do to a Republican legislature. He, he's afraid of letting them vote on this, really, uh, you know, take from some people, give to other people, which is inherently unfair, immoral, illegal, and by the way, about as clear an indication that he's become, in, in effect, a communist. Uh, take from some, give to the other. And he decides. See that? Even at the end of Giuliani's comments there, he says he's become a communist. He takes from one person and gives to another. Well, and there you go. It is beyond words that people cannot see what's going on. But then again, he's got the media that he's using, uh, that they ha he has control of. Rush used to call the media the drive-by media. And I would say that many of their viewers are drive-by viewers. Drive by. Oh, I would agree. They yeah. don't. They don't pay attention to what's happening in in their environment. I'm afraid. Even even Biden, I don't think realizes that his army, his standing army, is about two million, two million soldiers, service people. Uh, you get twenty or thirty million civilians with weapons. I don't care whether you have all the F-15s in the world. That's enormous. Yeah, I don't think his standing army is that big. I mean, if you look at the numbers of call-up reservists, but now you got the guys that are sitting home that go, wait a minute, you know, I am not in the ranks right now. I'm in civilian life, and here's how I believe. And are That's they going to go out, are they going to go pick up a gun and shoot their brother? Not all these civilians, by the way, are untrained unwashed, you know, I mean, a lot of these civilians are veterans who spend right. time in combat. They know how to use weapons. They know about tactics. Let's say you get these people ticked off. You're going to have thousands of these people. You don't want a civil war. Not now, not ever. You don't want a civil war. It seems that they're pushing us towards, towards us at least civil unrest if not a yeah. civil war. They want something to happen so they can close down the elections in November. All right, but you know what? They're, they might want civil unrest, but if they get a civil war, mm. an all-out civil war, let's take a look at that. Well, now that makes the United States vulnerable. Now, who is going to come in and aid the Biden administration and the government to help, you know, Put at ease and kill in the streets that far right MAGA Republican crowd. What nation's going to come in here and help? Russia, China. Who's going to do it? Because um, that that would be our our doors would be open for them to come in 
and everything they're doing right now is to the benefit of China, in my opinion. Everything. Yeah. So China would be here in no time at all. They're pushing for electric cars. They had a whole segment last night on the Tucker Carlson show about it helps China. How it helps China, yeah. The lithium batteries. Uh, the byproduct of lithium is incredibly poisonous and dangerous. It destroys environment. It is, destroys wildlife. It destroys people. There's not a lot of benefit to uh, promoting lithium. It's, except that it's a, it makes for a strong battery. But if you look at some of these lithium waste fields that they have in China, they, they're huge fields that are essentially big pools of poison. And, mm -hmm. and if you touch these things without proper uh, clothing, you can, you can die. This is not healthy stuff. No, it's not. It's actually worse than what we currently have. Yeah. And at some point in time, and you know, maybe, there, maybe it's a big push right now, and then down the road, they'll blame it on Trump and the right, which is what they always do. But we are opening up uh, uh, the other thing uh, about Pandora's box about electric cars is that they can be controlled remotely. If if yeah. your government doesn't like what you're doing, they can shut you down. They can turn your car off. Well, if you're traveling too much, you're going beyond what the government thinks is the proper amount of distance. They can make it so that they they uh, turn your car off for a certain period of time until you've learned the for proper you. thing. Yes. California is pretty much on the electric grid right now. The electric cars are doing the electric car thing. Yeah. And, of course, the the news is uh, everybody's leaving California, unlike the old, uh, what was it? Uh, well, there was a song, I think America did. Everybody moves to California. No, they're yeah. leaving it now in droves, which would take a strain off the electric grid. Guess what's starting now and is going to roll through the winter months? Oh, yeah, rolling blackouts. Rolling blackouts in California, so you won't be able to charge your electric damn car. Yeah, they're telling You're... people even this weekend, this yeah. weekend they're coming up to yeah. uh, to if you can't turn off any unnecessary electric device because they have a big drain. This is before, by the way, the mandated everybody has to drive an electric car. We still have fossil fuel uh, engines, and they're still running a lot of our cars. You know, they turned they're turning off a. Huge new nuclear power plant. I don't know the name of it. You probably do. You're from that part of the woods. Maybe you don't, but it's in California. It can't be very old. Maybe at the most 30 years old, 20 years old. They're turning it off. They're not going to use it because it's nuclear power, and they want to go green. Green doesn't work, friends. I know it's a, it's a, it's a noble thought. It may be, oh, we want to help the environment. Trust me, if we're driving electric cars in this country, Somewhere in the world, maybe it's Africa or China, there's a ton of waste being created because you're driving those electric cars. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're letting somebody else produce the stuff that we're going to use. Yeah. Uh, but I guarantee the trade is going to be well, we still burn fossil fuel over here. We were not dumb enough to buy into it. And I bet you, you know, with all the land that is being sold to foreign entities, how much you want to bet that we don't start selling off some of the oil fields to foreign entities, and then they're going to come out here and pump the oil right well, out what, of our ground? What won't he sell? What won't this guy sell that's ours? Yeah. Well, don't worry. He's going to sell those leases out at sea. 
He's going to sell that land in Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana. He's already given oh. us, he gotten rid of the border. Pennsylvania. I, mean, I find it unbelievable the position that he's gotten is in. And he has the audacity to stand up and talk about uh, the safety of our country. And look, look at the state we'll be in if certain things happen. This guy has messed everything up from day one. I mean, he has destroyed a healthy country, and he does it with a smile and a stutter and a stammer. Anyway, I, I could go on and on. I don't understand it, folks. I don't know that you heard about this, Bill. A poultry processing plant in Montebello, California, caught fire on Sunday, so another one bites the dust. Another fire yeah, that, at a processing that, plant. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with our food processing plants, but they're they're just combusting for the most part. They're they're blowing up. They're catching fire. Well, you know, that, California though, because of, uh, but that's poultry. But yeah, they want to do away with uh, us eating meats, and uh, they want to do away with produce, and they want us on bugs. You remember that? They're they're even teaching that now on TV. What to feed our ever expanding world? Insects. They could feed the world. Healthy. They're full of polyunsaturated fat, protein, and micronutrients. And sustainable. Insects will be a mainstream protein alternative. Too nervous? I'm right there with you still. Wait for a taste. Mm, that's delicious. It is gastronomy in the highest form. Edible insects on Nova. Man, there is nothing like fried flies, I'll tell you. <laughs> fried flies. Hey, wh what about locusts? Do they, do oh, they have... lovely locusts. Oh, they're oh, great. Yeah, Chocolate-covered, dipped in chocolate. They're crunchy. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah. A little crunch there in that. You know, the funny thing is uh, nature is pretty resilient. Uh, you know, there was a movie about the trees and the plants, and it was in the air. And because, uh, you know... You, if you cut down a tree, it has feelings, and it actually cries. Oh, you have to talk that, to it before you do and explain why yeah, you're you doing really it. Yeah, you really should. You yes. should pet it and say, nice. I, I hate to it do this nice to you, but I really need the Let me uh, give you a shot. Wood. I got a euthanasia. <laughs> and then I'm going to cut you down, and you're going to be firewood for me. But you know where the, that happened? You know, spiders could sit there and eat the entire population of the world yeah. if they wanted to in, in a year's time. And I'm sitting there going, hmm. How intelligent are these insects? Wait, they're going to come and eat us? Yeah. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> when they sleep, you know, you got a locust swarm in your shorts. <laughs> Makes you not want to sleep. The uh, We're talking about the environment and what's happening. Farmers in northern Belgium attempted to break into a town hall in Hoogstraten uh, after staging a mass protest in response to the government's EU-driven agenda to cut nitrogen emissions, uh, and, and it's essentially become, the Netherlands, the prototype for the entire uh, green machine, if you know what I mean. They're trying to right. destroy Belgium. See, let's see how we can make things work. We'll use Belgium as the prototype, the testing grounds, and if it works there, then we'll spread it out all over, the, all over the Europe and the globe. It's not working there, and the people there are getting ticked off. I mean, they actually broke into the city hall. It was a mob. I would, if I played the video, you just hear scream, screaming in Dutch or whatever. But uh, they were they were ticked French. off. French, I yeah. use French. Well, they they might have been French, but I'm not talking yeah. about you screaming. The people in the crowd were yeah. screaming. Woo! I don't think that the people who are promoting the whole green thing have really thought this thing out long term. 
I think it just makes them feel touchy-feely. And somebody said on television, it's so true, the environmental thing, the green thing, has become more of a religion than a scientific process. It's more of a religion to these people. I heard a Democrat that was actually attacking uh, the Biden administration over the weekend, but they said something. And then there was nothing. All of a sudden, right in the middle of today's show, somebody pulled the plug and we were off the air. But fortunately, we have kind of hooked up a bit, a bit of a backdoor process, just enough to be able to say goodbye. Yeah, you know what? This was that uh, triple uh, that, that triple dip El Nino. That's probably what happened. Of course it was. That's what I Zoom was thinking, line. Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the triple dip. It, yeah. That's something dance. You know, we're dancing with the Internet. Yes. Hey, uh, have a good day, my friend. Enjoy yourself in Boston, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Sounds like a plan to me, buddy.